Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Welcome to another episode of the Half Hour Fantasy Podcast. Even I'm your host Peter. Good to see, as always, by Donny. How are you, Donny? I'm very well, Peter. Yourself? Yep, not too bad. And we're joined by a special guest this week, Lachlan, who is the winner of the Ken Van Veen Cup. So, Lachlan, I want you to introduce yourself, where people can find you, and then we'll discuss your cup one after that. Hi, Peter. Thanks very much for having me, Donny. How he's doing? Uh, so I'm a, I'm actually the Kilmarnock Standard Sports Editor, uh, so um so uh, all things Kilmarnock I should really know, uh, <laughs> but I'm on Twitter uh, at Lockie Hyatt, so that's the best place to to keep up with what I'm up to. So yep. Right, obviously I forgot to say Tom's not here this week. Tom's been called it to work, so that's as minus Tom for two weeks of trot. Don't worry, he's not quite the cod. We're not trying to replace him. It's just, <laughs> he's, he's busy at work. So ask us all a couple of to come on the podcast. What was your strategy? I know it's just picking the best thing you think every week, but did you have a strategy for the cup? There's also uh, a, a clock that you'd played your triple captain, and if you hadn't done that at the end, you wouldn't have won the cup. So Yes, I that was obviously a big part of the strategy. Um so really it worked out quite well because the last maybe four or five weeks I've been building towards this blank game week, which the final ended up falling in. So, you know, I was basically working towards that anyway not even thinking about the final, and it, it worked out that was the second leg of the final, so, you know, I was well prepared for that, uh, but they kept adding games, so everybody else is getting prepared for it, so I was ready to have three Ross County, three Celtic, three Kelly out, you know, but uh, then going into the last week, I think I was 14 points behind in the first leg, so I had, a, had to pull out the big guns, so I went uh, doubled in D defence, I nearly went tripled in D defence, uh, and obviously... They scraped a 1-0 win, which was good. I think Beck got a few a few bonus points. I've had I've actually had him for day one a win Beck. So he's been a he's been a good one. Uh, and then I triple captain and Spittle, uh, who only who only actually racked up four points, but those those extra four points were enough to win the cup. So yeah. Yep, yes. Bumped your uh, triple captain early, but hey, I go you've got uh, exactly the best of the books, so that's it. Right, right. So, any any ask you? Lachlan Donnie, or what? Move on to the next bit. No, I mean as as a former winner, I'll bet as well get that one in there. <laughs> uh, I always found it was uh, a good. It's, you know, it's been quite kind to me this cup. I feel if you start the season well, you'll go quite far in this tournament. So you must have a, a pretty good team. What's your your overall rank without spoiling what's to come? Uh, so my overall rank is ninety two. So yeah, that makes sense inside the top hundred. Uh, and no, yeah. the triple captain, the only chip you've played so far this yeah. season. I'm actually, I've actually just played my wild card the week going there, by the way. Okay. In with this, with the score. Okay. You know, well, we can talk about that. No, well done. It is, it is a hard cup to win, especially over two legs. You've got to be really consistent, and luck plays a part in it, and and you managed to do that. So, not well done. Is this your first year playing the Scottish game, or did you play it last year? Because I don't remember mm-hmm. your name about the community last year. That's so I'm, I'm asking. No, well, last year, um, so I did play it the year. I think uh, Edward got an early hat trick against Hamilton. That's the, the last time I played it. That was maybe years ago. I think it was maybe the year that got curtailed with COVID, and then Kelly got relegated. So I wasn't really <laughs> paying attention to the title. I won't lie. And then last year, I just I'd imagine you've spoken about it plenty. I didn't fancy the format of it. You know, the, 
I yeah, like it's it's the leagues because I'm in quite a lot of leagues this year. I like that's the kind of way I play the FPL game as well. I like being in a few leagues to kind of keep it ticking over. So I just didn't fancy the making a team for every league. So this is my first, but this is my first year properly playing it. You know, yeah. so aye, aye. It's a good wee game. We always talk about it. It's, it's hard yeah. to, it's really hard to go form fixers when you doing FPL because out with Celtic Rangers normally. Any team can, on a day, beat any team. Yeah. And it's like you think, OK, I'm going to target, for example, Martin Boyle, he's playing the bottom three, then he does nothing. And Shackland's another example. Shackland does nothing, then he plays out and he's just back-to-back and scores a goal in each game and you're going... It's, <laughs> yeah. He's just going to try to play percentage of points the best you can do. But yeah. anyway, we'll go on to about housekeeping and we'll go to league top three. There's uh, a new name in the top three, Donnie. <laughs> <laughs> that could be. So, third is Sex Drug Cole, Greg Wilson, and I'm not top myself. As joint top is Josie's Bus Drivers and myself. We're now sitting 8 to 7 overall. So, there's only one way for here, and that's down. But I will enjoy the international break. It came at the best time. We will go to our scores and rank. So, you want to go first, Lachlan? Who's your points this week, and what rank are you? You're ready to say that, but you can repeat it for the listeners. Yeah, no problem. So, I'm overall ranked 92. Uh... I played my wild card this week and finished with 87 points. Uh, it was Laidlaw for two, Strain for a disappointing one, Tavernier captain 24, Owen Beck for eight, a new boy Lewis Palmer for 20, so that was obviously a, a good help, Cantwell for a pitiful zero, O'Reilly for 12, Kilty for one, Pereira for one, vice captain he was, sadly, uh, Watkins for two and Shanklin for 16. Shankland, that's good. Yes, Shankland team. Going over yourself, Green Arrow, Frank. Yeah, so Green Arrow for me, I got uh, 85 points. So I took a minus four to get there. I had Hemming goals for one, Captain Taft 24, Penrice one, Scales six, Spittle nine, Armstrong two, O'Reilly 12, Kelly two, Danilo one, Bakayoko 15, and Vice Captain Furuhashi 12. So it was 85 minus 4 is 81. My global score is 794. I was 44th the last time we spoke, and I'm up 10 to 34th. So happy with that. Too bad. And myself, as you alluded to already, I've said on Twitter, you humble brag. Another treble figure score is with me, 107 points, up to fifth overall in the world, joint fifth, if you will. And the score was as follows. Laidlaw 2, Strain 1, Captain Tavernier 24, Beck 8, Palmer 20, Spittle 9, Armstrong 2, O'Reilly 12, Bakayoko 15, Furuhashi 12, and Beareth 2. So, well pleased with that. Did not expect that this week. And it's something to try to build on because we're not even a third away for the senior. Are we a third away for Quarter, just over so a quarter. I will enjoy it. it while I can. I'm quite sure now you're that high. One bad game week can be all crushing back down to earth, but okay, it does. Yeah, it. No, it's good to be. It's good to be inside the top ten. It gives you something to focus on. I checked last year, and after 13 games last season, I was 26th. Um, but there's a lot more players, obviously, this year in the, in the big league. So I would say anything inside the top 200 is probably really good. Uh, I was still quite bunched up looking at the scores. When mm. you look at what you can do with one vice captain, and captain, they're still. I think the leader's quite high. He's quite well. I think he's 30 points ahead of the pack. But everybody else is really bunched up. So just want to watch. So there's no Tom here to go through the results in great detail. So I'm just going to go through the results quickly. And if anything stands out to you, asset wise, you can bring it up. And if not, I'll move on to the next one. So we'll start with St. Johnson. One Ross County nil. So Kerry goal assist by me. Is it an interest in these teams for you, Lachlan, St. Johnston or Ross County? It's St. Johnston, no, to be honest. Uh, Ross County, I do have Laidlaw, but that's more just because they've got a decent rerun and they've obviously got the double coming up. So that, that that's the only real reason I've got Laidlaw. But I think, I think he, is he got the most saves in the league? Am I right in saying that? He's one of the things you've spoken about this before. He's one that's good for just kind of ticking over, and there's no point in worrying too much about your goalkeeper slot. It's the same with, with a lot of these fantasy games, you know. It's especially in Scotland, the, the, the clean sheets are hard to come by if you're if you're not playing in Glasgow, you know. So it's uh, aye, it's just one of those maybe a defender for the double game week or. I suppose Danda's a good option as well, but... No, we don't it, like Danda in this part. No, <laughs> no. He's not really done it this season. Um, I know he was... I nearly had him in my team at the beginning, and I'm quite glad I never, because he's just no, no lived up to it. So, 
But maybe for a punt in the double game week, possibly. I think Danda looks good now. We all agree that, but it does, if Lars Ben Steven doesn't really do it in this game, it can interest you St. Johnson player, Donny? Uh, no, I mean, Levine's come in and made them hard to beat, um, which is what you would expect. Um, so they've had two good results. The problem being they play Hearts and Celtic next, so that good run that they're on will probably grind to a halt. Further down the line, we'll get more information, but I think you'd be a bit naive to jump on a St. Johnson defender, certainly nothing else in the rest of the pitch. I mean, we'll talk about Ross County in the double game week separately, but again, they're on poor form. I talked about form last week and it's not improved, so just be careful if you are jumping on um, these types of players that it might go against you and then you're going to take them out again. So, no, I mean, a good win for St Johnston gets them off the bottom of the table, but Ross County seem to be heading the other way, so that's all. Yeah, I tend to agree. Nothing for St Johnston. Ross County have doubled up for the goalkeeper and Brown. That was based when I'm a wildcard. You mentioned Laidlaw or Lachlan. Laidlaw, I think he ran Celtic beaten 3 0, and he still got four points. We meant the saves have pulled off, so it does tickle up quite nicely. I will keep Brown for the double, but I think after that, the double Ross County defence is not something I want to be on, so I'll keep moving somewhere else. But St Johnson's a no no right now, Donnie mentioned. Obviously, Levin's in, so we'll see how that can pan out in the next few game weeks. And if he gets him looking more tall to the back, there might be someone to delve into, but until we see that, it's probably going to be a no. Right, next up, Motherwell 1, Hearts 2. So with two Shanklin goals, an assist by Kent and Beningme. And also Motherwell score over was Spittle, which is a penalty. So we believe in Spittle's now on pens, which is quite interesting, Tony. Is he not on pens? No, well, no, I don't think he is because Wilkinson and Beerus had both been substituted right. at that point. So I'm not convinced that that is a thing. I mean, I'll take it because I've got him on my team, but I don't see that being a long-term situation. Uh, I'm not sure he's had penalties before. Um, for Motherwell, but um, a good win for Hearts, and you know if you are a Shanklin donor, you're slowly getting repaid. Um, Motherwell, we sort of went heavy on them for the double game week. I'd be coming right off. I'd be clearing out. They've got Celtic next, and again, you're not going to really get anything from that. So, not much else. Good win for Hearts. They're very inconsistent this season. They've got some Johnston Kilmarnock before they play Rangers. So, you know, Shanklin probably is going to be one that people have tabs on and Motherwell, okay, I just avoid. Once you get past the Celtic game, they've got better fixtures, but their form, I think they've got three defeats in the last five now, so no, just stay clear. Yeah, Motherwell's form is right off a cliff. We were actually championing at the start of this season as well. Yeah, we well. Uh, Shackle's probably quite a good differential up front for guys who own them now because I'm pretty sure he won't be that high owned unless it's a lot of dead teams. Yeah. So over you, Lachlan, Motherwell Hearts players, you've mentioned Shackland in your your wild card. Yep. Anybody else interest you? Happy with you've got? Yeah, but so it's, it's only Shanklin. I've got those. I did have a uh, triple Motherwell for the double. Uh, quite glad to, quite glad to have zero now. I'm not going to lie. I, I was at a Kilmarnock Motherwell last Saturday, and honestly, Motherwell they're the worst team I've seen this season. They, oh. they just didn't, uh, just didn't offer anything at all. They were, you know, a couple of crosses across the box was about the best they could muster up. You know, it was it was really disappointing. Uh, Kelly was actually quite impressive. He pulled off a lot of saves because I think he he got a four pointer, even though Kelly won. So you know, similar to to Laidlaw earlier, as he said, some of these guys are good at picking over the saves, but I, I just wouldn't trust any Motherwell assets, honestly. Um, I so they're not too great. And Hearts, I did. I have a double Hearts defence quite a lot of the season. I had uh, Clark and I think it was Kingsley I started with, but uh, I'm. Kind of happy to be off of that now because they're shipping the odd kind of dodgy goal. So uh, I'm quite happy to be off that. Uh, there's nobody else I would really, really champion for, to be honest. Boyce is a good uh, option. You've spoken about him recently, but he, he just doesn't seem to get the, the minutes guaranteed, you know. Whereas Shankland, he's the captain. He's going to he's gonna play pretty much most of the minutes possible. Okay. Uh, you know, my feeling on the heart story, I think, I, think, I think it's more to do with the coaching than it is the squad. I think yeah. the third best squad in Scotland has just not been utilised enough. And Motherwell, yep, yeah, I think, I didn't treble up, I doubled up, but I'm saying I'll be coming off, I'm slowly sure. I like Beerus as a player, looks good, but I just think he's playing on a bad team and he's, mm-hmm. quite, he's quite pricey for that third choice striker, so probably shit about over, over the next couple of weeks. Right, next up is Hibs 1, Kilmarnock 0. That was Montgomery's first league one, I believe, as manager. Is that right? Unless you can correct me. And there's a Josh Campbell goal and an assist, finally, by Marty Boyle. And there's not even Tom here to discuss the Boyle assist. <laughs> he's on him, but 
a couple of your first lot of thoughts on this. Any of these players interested asset wise? Obviously, Kamara, you can keep that kind of yeah, on it later. Well, I'll, I'll just talk about about Hibs then. Uh, that, that's fine. Uh, I was obviously I was at that game on Saturday as well. Uh, I go to pretty much all the Kelly games. So uh, Boyle, I've had him for about six or seven weeks. Take him out in the wild card, and he finally returns. So that's uh, that's classic uh, fantasy Scotland. Um, I think Lewis Miller's a decent option. Um, you know, but I, I don't. I, after watching Hibs, they did get a clean sheet against Kelly, but the way they play out for the back, I just wouldn't trust them getting a lot of clean sheets. You know, they like a Rocky Bashiri at the back. He's a bit of a bit of a bomb scare. Um, you know, if if the right person's pressing him, uh, that's what Kelly tried to do, but it didn't it didn't pan out that way due to having pretty much no strikers on Saturday. Uh, but apart from that. The boy Tavares actually looked all right on the wing. He was he was kind of decent. I don't know what his price is though, so I don't know if I could if I could recommend him. Uh, but apart from that, I, I've not got any hibs in my squad, so that's probably how I feel about them. Yep. Well, I'll go next. I've no hibs in my squad either, so I think pretty much the feel there. Donny hibs. Come on. No, no hibs. No hibs for me. I gave up on Boyle a few weeks ago. I think he's done his time. Um, as far as I can see, Campbell's in form, two goals in two weeks. It's hard to trust anyone in that Hibs team. Uh, in terms of their clean sheet, I'm not even sure when the last clean sheet was, but they've conceded 20 goals in their 12 games. So I wouldn't go heavy there. And up front is a struggle as well because you expect Ewan or uh, some of the others to chip in and they just don't do so. Uh, Gilmarnock, I'd say we've got questions on that later, so we'll, we'll spend a bit more time on that. But, yeah, a good win for Hibs, but Gilmarnock will be disappointed because they're starting to go out of form. Um, but maybe perhaps some good fixtures to come. Okay, next up, probably the shock of the weekend. I think we saw this one coming. Dundee 4, St Mirren now. So back in Yarrow with a brace, Rudden with a goal, and Robinson with a goal, an assist by Tom's favourite, McCowan. So I'll start with you, Donny, 4-0 Dundee. Yeah. Are they the team to get on now? We spent Saturday morning saying, oh yeah, you and Tom both had strain, and I was like, oh no, I don't have strain, I better take them in. So I took them in for a minus four, and then they go and lose 4-0. So that's just the way it goes. But it shapes me up. It was a transfer for next week rather than the, this game week. But yeah, definitely the surprise result of the weekend because no one saw that coming. But, you know, that's Dundee, you know, just ticking away nicely. Um, talked about Beck there. He's the fifth top scorer in the game now, um, which is amazing for, for a Dundee player. Um, I've got back Ayoko. Um, so I was really happy um, with his performances, the goals and the bonus points. I think most teams that will have done well this weekend probably had him um, as the third striker. So I'm happy with that. Submitting double game week, probably two easier fixtures uh, for them to manage before they play Rangers. Uh, and again, I'll spend a bit more time on that. But uh, a shock result, albeit Dundee won in form. So you know, maybe it wasn't that much of a shock. Okay. What were your thoughts on Dundee, St. Man? Yeah, I so it's quite interesting to know that, Donnie, about Beck, because I've had them for week one, as I said, so that's probably where my points have been ticking over quite nicely. So uh, I, I, I I thought St Mirren would have won the game, to be honest. Uh, that's why I benched Beck, but thankfully his eight points come off the bench. So uh, I, I my plan was to have triple St Mirren on the wild card, but O'Hara being out, obviously getting the team news for that was quite handy, but it was Cantwell I brought in for zero points anyway, so... <laughs> Uh, I, I do plan to bring in O'Hara next week again because I, I do quite like St Mirren still but that, that's a bit of a dodgy result so we just need to keep an eye on that during the week and hope it is hope it is just one of those results uh, but obviously it's the, the old Kelly assistant at Dundee so it's good to see Tony Dock doing well so <laughs> uh, just I, it, I think it's a bit of one of those kind of freak results you know I don't think obviously I, I don't know too much about it but you know it's it's a good result for them, that's for sure. And they have been they have been going steady, especially at home. I think it's only Rangers that's beat them at home. So mm-hmm. they have been they have been going well, especially at Dens. In defence of St Mirren, they had a sickness bug. That's why O'Hara missed the game. So you don't know how many of the players that were actually playing were maybe just under the weather as well. And it just all combined against them because you don't expect Dundee to score four goals. And, and they did and they made it look easy work. But yeah, there was a sickness bug, which is the reason O'Hara didn't play. 
Um, so he should certainly be fit for the, the next game. Yeah, but stop putting me off sitting there for a double. I think he should bounce back. Good manager there. He'd probably expect better for them. And Dundee, I think, like yourself, Lachlan, if you brought a player for the start, one of the back defenders or goalkeeper, you've done well. You just keep that, using that as a cheap asset. Bet, that's Owen Beck oh, it's up to 2.9. So I'm, assessed, I'm, a, I'm guessing he'll be 3 million next week. So mm. I wouldn't be advising going in for it. But if you want him for the start, you've, you've had that money built up. So it's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, back at your quote, you said, Donny, he's probably the best third choice striker. Yeah. There was a, a point in the season where he lost his play for a bit, but he came right back in and. Yeah. You're not going to get much better than him for that price and nailed minutes. I think you're just using him for the rest of the season unless injury comes in. So, Martin, again, I wouldn't I wouldn't talk him to get this man play next week. Two games, they can bounce back. Any of the fullbacks, the two midfielders we'll talk about later, I suppose, when they don't when we're dive. But, uh, yep, that's it. On to Sunday's games then. First up, Livingston 0, Rangers 2. So, we had Adesso's goal, assist by Lawrence. A Tavernier goal, assist by referee. <laughs> okay, <I'm laughs> sorry. Uh, so, oh, you go first, Tony. Um, always when you see Tavernier actually miss a pen on your captain, you've captured uh, me. Your heart sinks, does it? And then, obviously, he's second one in, and he gets For the second time, yeah. For the second time this season, he's, he scored the second one. But I mean, this game had everything. If you wanted to show somebody what Scottish football is all about, you could show them this game, and it's got everything. So, up and down like a yo-yo, goals and scored. Um, Dessers was offside. Uh, penalty from Cosland who dived. Thought the keeper was going to take him down, but he didn't. However, Tavernier showing sporting integrity is still alive by sending it wide, so that was good of him. Uh, Dessers latching on a through ball from Lawrence, and then another goal chopped off. Um, the referee must have had uh, a different coupon to everyone else. Uh, and then Rangers finally equaling Celtic's penalty total. Uh, for the season, thanks to Mikey Devlin, so tough getting on the clean sheet there. So, Livingston, a team that have champions, you know, for for a long, long time now. Um, now five games uh, on the bounce that they've lost. So they actually blank in game week sixteen. So if you do have any Livingston players in your squad, probably the next couple of weeks is a good time just to get them out. Um, and miss that blank game week. Uh, for Rangers, I mean, the last time we went into an international break, we had no manager. So the town around then, which you know, the the squad itself is still pretty poor. Um, he's done a good job domestically. He's winning in Europe. By the time we come to the next fixture, um, should have a lot more injured players back, um, and sort of more time to spend with the team. A lot of people, including myself, took in Danilo for this game. Seemed a logical, um, logical move. Uh, given his scoring form, but he was benched. I just think that was a one-off. The pitch maybe played a part in it as well with his recent injury. Um, but I think you can hang your hat on him going forward. Uh, Butland, it's always been a good choice. If uh, you want to just set and forget there, Balgan could be a good differential. Um, I've had a soft spot for Cantwell all season, but he came on, he got booked, and you get zero there. But Cosland, I'll certainly watch him. I might do a differential on him um, if he continues to get game time but it was a good win, it had everything we got the points from a fantasy point of view and Aberdeen up next um, is, is going to be a good one as far as I'm concerned so no, I was happy with the, the game um, it had everything so I, it was good enough for me Thoughts on Rangers win? Lachlan, any thoughts? Any interest in London's assets or is it sell, sell, sell like Donny says? Yes, I, I don't actually think I've had a Livingston asset this season, to be honest, uh, now that I'm thinking about it. Uh, obviously, Sean Kelly was a decent one when Donny flagged that at the time, but You're I, certainly, I certainly wouldn't be getting on him now. Uh, no, I would be doing Livingston at the moment, personally. They can't they, they score for a start and they, they can't keep the ball out either, so <laughs> that's just the, the perfect sum for, for a bad fantasy team at the moment. Uh, uh, in terms of Rangers, uh, obviously I brought in Cantwell and Danilo in my wildcard, so I was delighted to see those benched, not. Uh, so I, I refused to turn that on until uh, it was about the hour mark, Danilo got subbed on. So I, I refused to even watch it before that. Uh, he actually had a good chance at the end as well, so I was I was hoping that would end because I, I was a vice-captained him boldly. Um, but nah, the Rangers are, you know, Rangers are fine. Um, obviously Donny can have a much much better insight than me, but as long as you stick with, with Captain Tav, that's the that's the way to go. 
Yeah, I'm looking at Tavernier right now, and I know Donny was talking about Danilo, but I think until Europe's done and dusted, I'll stick with Tav until I see the settled squad and the not the midweek fixtures because Campbell's always on the tip of my tongue. You want to get, you know what he can do. Mm-hmm. Danilo and Sima up front. Well, no, that's already my problem first. Still Sima, preferably, but again, I don't think I'll be going back there till after Europe's finished with, and then take it from there because it's too much rotational wrestlers too. You say Donny squad. You still need all the squads quite poor, so he's rotating a lot of players, so they're fresh for yeah. and vice versa. So it's one I'll be kind of avoiding, hopefully run the risk until Europe's finished with. Right, and last up, Celtic equaling the aggregate score with the game we've already, uh, we did midweek, so six each in aggregate. It was a goal by Yang, Palma assist, Furuhashi, O'Reilly assist, Palma goal, Turnbull goal, Palma assist, all goal, Palma assist, and all goal, O'Reilly assist. So, as you can imagine, I've got the three players. That was music to my ears on, Sunday, on the Sunday. For what I've seen, Aberdeen were really, really lifeless, uh, really poor. I know Donny will probably say this happens all the time with Celtic and they'll look for the game next time. But they didn't offer anything. They rotated four players on the team, I think, and they just didn't do anything. Celtic just played through the whole game and 6 nils probably quite flat at the time. And I, I, I he had a good run recently, Robson, didn't he? But then I suppose that takes all the will out of my game, a defeat like that. You don't really keep bounce back for that. So I think you keep a manager out on a sugarly peg for his job. Celtic assets, I think it's just the same old. I know you've got skills, Donnie, but I think now Palmer is the one to go on. I mm-hmm. think he can be explosive. He's no scared to take shots at goal. And obviously he took a penalty. We don't know if he's on penalties, but it was a good penalty. And I think that could be him on that going forward. He's probably more nailed, he's probably most nailed to play now with uh my aid out to New Year as well. So I think it'd be foolish to jump on him, especially with how he can be explosive. And still sitting with Ashley. I know he took a concussion, but he's got two weeks off. I think he'll be back for after that. And O'Reilly was also there as well. Defence still solves, so skills did return, but I think now as I said, Palmer's the one to go for your third midfielder. I think that's a reasonable move for the show this week. Your thoughts on the Celtic Aberdeen? I didn't mention Aberdeen there, but I don't like so much. I've got no Aberdeen players, and I don't intend to bring any more time soon, especially in this form. Your thoughts, Lachlan? Hey, aye, so I've actually only got two Celtic, because I went no Kyogo in my wild card, which is probably going to bite me in the weeks coming, but I just kind of fancy spreading the money about a bit more, because he's not been living up to it as much lately, So, but I am fully aware that that's going to probably bite me. Um so I was actually quite happy to see him getting subbed off with just the one goal. Uh, but Palmer, you know, that, that, he's a great option. So he is, he, as you say, he just looks so exciting and he, he, he loves a shot. He's, you know, he, he's just always in a kind of danger zone, you know. He, he is, he does, he looks so good. And O'Reilly just kind of speaks for himself when you look at his points and how consistent he's been, you know. Uh, in terms, ah, you could have a defender, but I think you're right. The three are, you know, Palmer, O'Reilly and Kyogo. That would be the the three I would recommend. And in terms of Aberdeen, I picked up Devlin at 2.3 million a few weeks ago and he'll probably tick over all right. But he's he's uh, he was on my bench this week and he'll probably be on my bench against Rangers as well. Uh, I think they've got a decent wee run after that, so he can maybe come in for that. But I did have Miofsky for a couple of weeks, but he's just, I don't know, I think it's... It's quite tough on them, all these games are playing. So uh, I, I would probably avoid them unless you maybe had a cheap Devlin or somebody on your, on your bench. You don't have any thoughts on Aberdeen Celtic? Um, it was worth noting that if Aberdeen didn't turn up to the game, and, and most people would say they didn't, they could have just forfeited it 3-0 and they'd have been much better off. Uh, I think this result is less of a surprise than Rangers getting two penalties in a match, and that's saying something. Um I think Aberdeen have two different ways of playing. Um, in midweek in Europe, they gave it everything. Two-two um, just wasn't quite good enough, and then they come back against a team like Celtic and they just capitulate. Uh, the way I can see it panning out is obviously they've got Rangers at home next. That's a massive game for them. Uh, don't let anyone tell you otherwise. They will be up for that. Whether they win, lose, or draw, I suppose is irrelevant. I think they'll then go quiet until the cup final because that's the game that they really want to win. Um, so the fixtures leading up to that, you know, albeit they should probably win these matches, I think they might just have all their attention on the cup final and go gun ho there. 
fingers crossed they, they lose all of those games anyway. But uh, I know there is questions on Celtic and Thalman and things like that. But it's yeah, it's definitely the move I'm going to be making. Um, once we get to the other side of the international break, I think they've got great fixtures to come, and I think you have to attack um, the attacking options in that squad. So definitely one for me. Aberdeen is just a leave for the foreseeable future. I, I just don't see their form uh, with Udip being any consistent that they can sort of return from a fantasy point of view. So not the most surprising result, um, I must say. Yep, I believe following that category, I think European football, the same we've done the Hearts last year. It's, it's just these teams aren't built for it and they do struggle. And as you said, Donnie, they will be up for the game with Rangers. I'm quite sure they will be times two and the games in between. It's just, it's not, there's nothing appealing there. And like, if you, who are you going to go for? Maybe Amoyoski, but he's off the boil and they're not keeping clean sheets. I know I mentioned McGrath a wee bit, but then he was not playing and Clapson's not good as well last year. So it's just a, it's an avoid all round for me until. They're out of Europe anyway, maybe see up turning the results. Right, we'll go to no, we'll not go to the questions, we'll go to Donnie for his dive. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Okay, so as I mentioned last week, we're going to talk about the, the double game week uh, this week. So... After the international break, um, two teams playing twice are Ross County and St Mirren. So Ross County play Kilmarnock and St Mirren. Both games are at home. St Mirren have Livingston at home and then Ross County away. So just a little bit on form. Ross County have only got one win at home this season. They've only scored three goals at home and they've conceded seven uh, at the same time. St Mirren do have a good home record despite their fall-off in form. So against a poor Livingston team, I think they should have enough in that game. Uh, and away, well, until the weekend, they were pretty consistent as well. Um, so in terms of the two games, I'd probably lean more towards uh, St. Mirren. If we're looking at players to target, both teams have decent goalies, uh, Laidlaw and Hemmings. Um, I don't really have a preference there. I've got Hemmings in goals. He's served me well um, outside of this weekend. Peter, I know you've got Laidlaw. Um, and he's returned well there too. Defensively, I think St Mirren edge it for me. Um, we've talked a good part of the season about Strain and Tanzer. They are more attacking uh, than anything Ross County have. Ross County, I think Brown is your best bet. 
Um, there we also mentioned some of their other defenders last week too. In midfield, it's the same. I think St Mirren have got the edge here. Uh, options such as O'Hara and Kilty. In fact, St Mirren have got five midfielders with higher scores than um, Ross County. Danda is a top Ross County midfielder and he's got 28 points from 12, 12 games. So a player I dislike just as much as Tom hates Martin Boyle. Up front, I think Ross County have probably got the edge here. They've got better options. Simon Murray, Jordan White. Um, when they hit, they, they generally tend to do well. Uh, St Mirren up front, I've got Mandron and Olusanya, neither of which have really caught fire this season. So I wouldn't go loading up three from each team because they will play each other. Um, I think that's a bit risky. Uh, for me, I'd be far happier carrying St Mirren players after the double game week uh, for the rest of the season than I would have in Ross County players in my team. Uh, it is worth noting that St Mirren play Rangers the following week. So if you're going to back them defensively, then it might bite you the following week. You're going to have to put them on the bench and you're going to need a good bench um, the week after. Ross County have Livingston and Motherwell after the double game week. So again, still quite good fixtures uh, if you did need to hold on to those assets for a little bit longer. I've already got three St. Mirren players. Uh, I probably will bring in a Ross County defender because I'll actually end up taking a minus four uh, this next game week. So hopefully that uh, cancels it out. I mean, ideally, if it was nil-nils, we'd probably all do okay out of it. Um, in terms of the best of the rest, Celtic, Celtic are at home to Motherwell. I think that's a great fixture for them. They're playing a team that's bang out of form. They're at home and they've just uh, won 6-0. Aberdeen at home to the Rangers, that could literally go anyway. Um, so it's certainly been an exciting game. Dundee at home to Hibs. Again, Dundee on form. Hibs, Leek can score goals. That could have anything. And Hearts at home to St Johnston. So Shankland um, you know, could continue to score his, uh, keep his goal-scoring record up. Uh, I think at this moment in the season, I think treble Celtic is a must. I think Rangers, treble not so much, but probably a double. Uh, with Tavernier and maybe one of the forwards, if you are trebling up, you know, fair fair enough. If you own Bakayoko, I probably wouldn't swap him out. Uh, he's on form, um, and that counts for a lot. Shanklin's the same. If you own him, you're not going to be swapping him out. So if your team is in that kind of shape, you don't really have a lot of room to, to go elsewhere. So just pick carefully, choose wisely. There is a question on captain, vice-captain for the double, so we'll address it there. Um, so, Peter, how are you shaping up ahead of this double game week? I've got three. I've got two for Ross County, so I won't be any more. That's the keeper and Brown, so that's as much as going to go there. Running strain like yourself last week, didn't do anything, but he was brought in for the double. So, probably going to be O'Hara. That was the plan for the start, as long yeah. as he's recovered, fine. Kilty was running about the edge of the decision making, but then O'Hara had the, the penalty, didn't he? So I, I think, think you have to have O'Hara just for the for the penalty factor. Would you bench Brown knowing that you've got the Ross County keeper? Would you maybe just bench him and I see if he comes on? Or? Let me see how I've not looked at my team yet to see how it looks out potentially. I think we'll, we'll get the team news on that first game. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's just the Rangers game you don't see, so yeah, so, you will see it. I know he gets sent off, but I think he's been probably the better defender this season that I've seen. He's created a, bon- mm-hmm. a bonus point magnet. He's does a lot of tackles and does a lot of forward running. So two home games favourable. I-, I think I'll just go for it and play him, I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Lockie, you've wildcarded. Did you have this game week in mind when you made those changes? Yeah, so that's why I've got Laidlaw. Uh, and the plan was to have... So I've got Strain and Kilty and I did have O'Hara in. But obviously with him being out ill... I took the one-week punt on Cantwell, but the plan is to get O'Hara straight in for this double. So uh, the plan is to have Kilty, O'Hara and Strain for St Mirren and then just, just Laidlaw hopefully ticking over with, with saves. And to be honest, I don't want him having a clean sheet because he's got Kelly in his other games. So <laughs> <laughs> I'll take uh, nine saves and a penalty save, but Kelly should win. <laughs> oh, no, I'll take that. And then the, the same against St Mirren. But I, I think St Mirren are the team to team to target especially as you say you, you wouldn't mind keeping them as long as you can maybe bench them against Rangers yeah I did not got whacked 4-0 at the weekend you'd probably have a bit more faith but as I say there was a sickness bug and 
you know, let's all hope that was the reason for their their poor think, result there. Kind of funny way it could be a good thing because you know Robinson he'll maybe have the mm-hmm. boot up the bum, you know, in the the changing room, so they might actually come out firing against Livingston. Yeah. Obviously, Livingston are relatively disappointing recently, so that could be a good good opportunity for St Mirren to maybe rack up a few goals. But Ross County, they just don't score enough. I mean, that's them eleven goals in twelve games, and they've conceded twenty one in the same period. So. Just really hard to back. You're kind of hoping for backs against the wall, nil nils, and get your points there. But I think St. Mirren do have a bit more going forward than some of the other teams that have played recently. So, yeah, that's a double game week. There is this international break in between. So, a lot of things can change. Players could be injured or, or sick, or we'll just see where we're at um, at the other end. But certainly enough to, to go on there. Um, Come the Saturday, you can make your changes as you see fit. Okay. Right, thanks, Donnie. Another good dive. So we'll move on to questions then. So first up is from AFPL Liger, your opponent in the <laughs> final there. Well, so <laughs> he's up here. So your first part was, is Palmer now essential? And we should consider dropping scales to form an O'Reilly Kugler Palmer front three from Celtic. That's his first part of the question. So I've alluded to that. That's the way I would be going. I think, Donnie, you agree? Yeah, that's the change. I've got scales and, and that's the change I would make. I think if you've had scales since the start of the season, you've got a good enough price rise out of them. Uh, you can go to a Ross County defender um, and that should free up the cash to get um, Palmer. I think Palmer's the new Jota. Um, I think he's going to have enough game time between now and the end of Christmas that you should certainly make a lot of points out of them uh, over that period. What one do you agree? I know you've not got Kyogo on your team right now, but you think that's a three you should be going for? Yeah, oh, no, absolutely, definitely. Um, and I think Palma, essential, probably not, but he's the one you want as your third. Um, and honestly, when you look at the fact they're playing Motherwell at home, even if you had to take a minus four just to do that, it wouldn't be the worst because there's there's every chance he racks up a, a goal and an assist or a yep. couple of assists against Motherwell at home when you, when you look back at that Aberdeen game. And Motherwell one point in nine games, I think it is. So I think if there's any game to target at the moment, it is, it is that one. Right, two other questions. The first one is who are the best picks for doubles? Donnie's covered that in the last yeah. five minutes there. So you go over that one again. And it's Shankland fully back in form. So I would say by the last couple of weeks, yes, he's agree. Lachlan, Shankland, you've got Yeah, I, well, that's why I've got him. Uh, and as it stands for the coming week, he's got my vice-captaincy at home to St Johnston, because I, 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 I fancy him to... Because I don't have Kyogo, I need to be uh, I need to be different, you know, every <laughs> every week now. So I'm going to have that headache, which is which is annoying in a sense. But yeah, I think Shanklin, he's proven that he, I think that's him hit double figures now, and it's, and it's not been the best of season so far. So... I think he'll certainly, you know, keep ticking over nicely a goal or goal or two every other week, hopefully. Hey, Donnie, same with you. He's also back in the Scotland squad. The shot is Shackler back in form. I mean, he's definitely back in form, um, which is what you want for a healthy fantasy football Scotland game. But I'm back in my own team on this one. I'm hoping that Danilo, um, after the international break, um, gets the run, gets in amongst the goals. So somebody will have. Kyogo, Shanklin, somebody's got Shanklin, Danilo, and I've got Danilo and Kyogo. So you'll be hoping one of those three miss in your one's return. Some weeks you'll get lucky, some weeks you won't. But yeah, Shanklin's definitely in form, and people who've had him these last few weeks have certainly made a difference um, in their teams. So well done to them. We we bemoaned the lack of striking options about three or four weeks ago, and since then there's a few appeared on the scene, so it does make it better for differentials and take yeah. a different way against the template. So it's good to look forward to that. Right, next up is from Melvino, Melvino 1968. What are your thoughts on the captain and vice-captain for the upcoming double? Just stick to Captain Tav, the VC over from Attacker, or Pontus at Mim Doublers and or goalkeeper Laidlaw? And he's got a question after that for you. We'll cover that one for sure. Your thoughts, Tony? Captain Tav still, or are you going to go elsewhere? I mean, there's a good argument to say that you captain and vice-captain Palma Kyogo for that Motherwell game. And Rangers away to Aberdeen is arguably the, their toughest away fixture outside of Celtic. And, and Aberdeen will make it hard for them. Will they get a penalty? They could. And could they run right? They could. Could they get beat? They could. So that is a tricky game to sort of hang your hat on. 
I don't like vice captain and defenders. So if you are going to back the double game week, you'd almost have to put the captaincy on them. You could say, right, I'll choose Strain as my Tav alternative and, and hope that that pays off. But that's a bit risky. Um, I don't know. I think Rangers and Celtic are the dominant teams. They can do more damage in one game than some teams can in two. So for that reason, I probably will stick. And if I don't stick, I would back Celtic rather than Sibmarin. It could go either way. You could see Strain score, clean sheet and... People will be on them, or they could lose and get to book in and, and you miss out. So, you know, you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. But I'd, I'd be surprised if I change from where I'm at just now. I currently still get Captain Car face, Captain Carrigo right now. But like you said, the strain alternative, decent shout. But as you say, certainly just can destroy teams over one game, and you could be sitting there going, Why did I do this yeah. at the end of the game week? What's your thoughts, Lockham? Uh, would you? Go rogue, or would you stick with tried and tested? Oh, it's good to have balance. I'm I'm going rogue. Apparently, I don't have any armbands in Celtic or Rangers at the moment. So, eh, I'm a I'm a sucker for a double game week. Though I'm the same in the English FPL game. I captained a Luton striker a few weeks ago because they're double game that. week. So, <laughs> eh, I am a sucker for a double game week. So at the moment, I'm on Captain Kilty, but I'm. If nothing goes wrong, I'm bringing in O'Hara. So with the, as you say, with the penalty factor, I'd imagine. I'll go with Captain O'Hara, eh, depending on team news eh, when it comes in, which is good that we'll get for the Livingston game. And at the moment, I'm on Vice Captain Shankland. Um, that, that's that's up for debate. It could, you know, switch to somebody like O'Reilly or Palmer. Uh, I'll probably avoid Rangers for for kind of captaincy and vice captaincy because eh, I fancy Aberdeen to get a goal, and I think it might be a relatively tight game and I don't know if I can trust the yellow to start after after the pension heartache last week. So eh, I think I think that's my at the moment it's probably gonna be one of the St Marin mids as captain and then maybe Shankland or one of the Celtic guys as vice. Do you play the first day after this Aberdeen game, Donny? Uh, give me a second, I'll Europe, tell you. Europe back uh, again. Uh, I want to say yes, but I want to check at the same time. I think it is. Uh, so, play 26th to 20th, 30th. Uh, yes, we're at home to Aris Limassol. So. Well, it's not the... Right, if it was away, maybe, but I'm just thinking yeah. rotational again, but... Should be okay for that one. I'm on I'm on Tav and I'm on Kyogo right now, but I'm pretty sure that could change. I'm like yourself, I, I, I like the idea of attacking a double game week, but there's also the chance it could backfire. Yep. Some someday will go big in these one of these two teams. Someday will get a decent return. It's where you pick the right yeah. player and you can be lucky wait and get a good rank, but we'll wait and see. The second part of this question is for you. When is Chipo and Daba expected to turn for Kelly defence? Uh, so I would expect him to be at least on the squad for the Ross County game after the break. But whether he, he goes straight back into the start, I think if he's fully fit, he will go back into the starting lineup. Just uh, he's been so important for for Kelly this season, uh, and if he's fit, he is a defender to have from Kelly. Um, but obviously, picking up two injuries so far, it's I had them and get stung by that a couple of weeks ago. Uh, so I, I probably wouldn't bring him in for the next game week because it's Ross County away anyway. I might be fancy Ross County to score, so I, I would maybe avoid. Even then, Kelly's got quite a hard run, because I think it's uh, Ross County away, then it's Hearts at home, Aberdeen away, Celtic at home, and the, the kind of three games in a week, so maybe avoid until until mid, mid-December, mid either way. Make sure he can prove his fitness a bit. Okay, next up is from Josh McCaffrey. Is Palmer essential now after this haul? We've kind of covered that, so you think about the question would be would you sell him for another team option like Armstrong, for example? A couple of you long, because Armstrong's one of your boys, so would you switch for Armstrong to Palmer? Uh, if I can be totally honest, I've not owned, owned Armstrong this season. I went for Kennedy instead. So uh, it was just looking at in the Betfred Cup groups, Kennedy was taking all the set pieces. He was the kind of danger man. He was playing central. And he was doing that the first three league games as well. So that's why I went there. But uh, he didn't return until game week 11 or 10 or 11, uh, which is annoying. And I actually looked, if I'd went with Armstrong over Kennedy, I would be 
thirteenth in the world or something. So that's you know, it looks good with the eye test, but sometimes it doesn't doesn't pan out that way. Um I would I would go was the question Palma over Armstrong? Yeah, pretty much. I yeah, I would, I would Palma, especially as I touched on Kelly's fixtures there. I would be happy to go with Palma for sure. Guess you agree, Donny? Yeah, I mean Palma is essential. I I would try not to trade Armstrong for it. Uh, I looked at Josh's team. He's got Spittle, Danda, Kelly um, as the other alternatives in his midfield. So I would possibly move out Spittle. I'm not sure if he's can afford that. If he's got money in the bank, he's got Beareth up front. You, know, you could probably change him to Bakayoko. Um, I would rather have the two in my team. If you can't manage that, then yeah, you have to go for the Celtic um, player. But I would try and hold on to Armstrong as best you can. Yeah, I agree. I have both, and I don't intend to big Armstrong. Uh, right, next up, I'm cautious of time here, so I'm trying to flash through these questions and let Lachlan talk about commanding assets before we, before we go back to his work. Right, Rangers assets is for male stars four. Rangers assets are the all rotational risks whilst in Europe, apart from Tav and Butland. Is the nearly worth it? Donny? I don't think they're rotation risks. I think what you saw at the weekend was you know, we've got at the moment we've got a small squad because of injuries and fitness, um European games. I don't think coming to that I mean Danilo has, you know, a fractured skull. Um and that pitch is a risk because the ball's gonna bounce higher. So I think he just did what he thought was best for the player. He could take him on, give him some game time when it was done. So I don't see them as rotation risks as, as what you might see in some other teams. Um, so I'd be quite happy to hold with him, Tavernier, Danilo. Um, um, if you do see it as rotation, you can move to Shankland. Um, the, the other part of the question, Kilgo or Scales for Palma? I think oh, just, the just, that, just, yeah. just the Rangers bit first, so... Yeah, no, I don't see them as rotation risks. I think that fixture in isolation um, was probably just the reason. But I see Kilmarnock wanting to move back to grass. That's going to be a positive thing. Lachlan, do you agree with the Rangers? I know it's more Donnie's domain. Yeah, Donnie obviously knows (laughs) a better insight, but I think you're always going to have that slight risk, you know, especially with Europe. There is always, they've got so many attacking options, you know, especially, if, I don't know what Roof's situation is at the moment, if he's got a wee knock or, but you know, they've, and they're, <laughs> they're laughing there, Donny, but, you know, they do have a lot of options. So there is going to be the odd bench, and so you just have to hope that they, like I said, Danilo maybe grabs a double before he gets benched at least, you know, just to, to make up for it. Yeah, I think he's still coming back to full fitness when I'm asking stuff, so as Donny said, Probably yeah. a bit of protection there about it, and he probably does look. I like to look at Sima, but I think he looks more dangerous as a striker, Daniel. So he's paid a lot of money for him. I'm against Daniel is a target man, yep. plays through the middle, he's going to get the most opportunities. And he was hot prior to this game. Uh, I see no reason to change off of that because in two weeks' time, he'll have more fitness, more healing time. I think it's it's all good. Right, the second part of the question was Would you sell Kyogo skills for Palmer? I think you've kind of covered this. Yeah, the dog, these skills. I wouldn't be selling Kyogo. I think I know he got injured there, but I think he looked back to his best before that. And if Celtic are playing at home and he's always at the injury to pop up a goal, I think you're, you're risking your rank not having Kyogo in your team. Have fun, sell Kyogo. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I think you're nodding agreement, Donny. And obviously, yeah, well, his thoughts. He's went again. He's went without him, so he's happy with that. And the third question is from yourself, Lachlan, again. Is it time to sell Armstrong up to free cash? So I assume you want to go elsewhere. Would you keep Armstrong if you had him or would you be moving him off? You mentioned fixtures earlier on, but... Yeah, if I had him, I would probably keep him. Um, so I think he's a don't sell, don't buy kind of player at the moment. Uh, I would certainly keep him because, you know, there's always that chance to get a penalty. Or, you know, he takes most of the free kicks now as well. So I would, I would certainly keep him, but... You know, if it if it is a case of needing to sell him to get Palmer, I would I would make that that's maybe about the only player I would I would get rid for uh, for Armstrong. Right, and before we wrap up the question, it would be remiss not to ask you: Can you give us your top three commandic assets and for players who are listening? Yes. Who, okay. do, who are the three players you would bring in? Bring in uh, so Watkins is a good third striker option. Um, I, I kind of worried about his minutes, but now with Vassell's injury woes and Ennis Cameron's injury woes, Vassell's pretty, uh, Watkins is pretty nailed, and he's only 3.8 million. 
and he he's really really lively. So he is, you know, he 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 does a lot off the ball, and but he's always in the right positions. He played up front himself at Easter Road, didn't work out so well, but you know he's he's even better with the likes of a sell off him. Um, I, I suppose I've got to have Armstrong as the as the next best, um, and then. The third's a bit kind of rogue. Maybe not so much with the price now, but I've had David Watson for the beginning. He's up at three million now, but I'm sure he started at two and a half. He's a kind of decent enabler, but again, I don't know if I'd recommend that at three million. He's been playing a lot more advanced since since Kyle McGinnis got injured. So he's been kind of filling that role. And at Easter Road, he actually played a lot more, you know, beside Watkins. He was kind of pressing up front. Whether that's going to continue, I'm not so sure. But he's good. Uh, but then you've also got... The likes of Dennis is a good good enough keeper for his price and defenders is quite hard because McInnes likes to chop and change a wee bit. So I wouldn't be there's none I could be a hundred percent set on. Uh, Finley's probably about the best, but I'm not sure on his price and Mayo as well. Uh, I like Vassell as well, but he's kind of pricey for a third striker. So aye, there's so to narrow it down, I would say Watkins, Armstrong, and Watson. That would be my three. No, I think at some point Tom had Watson or not uh, Watkins at, his, at some point he's seen didn't he for a couple of weeks didn't work out I've had I had him on my wild card I think I took him in um, I've always had a soft spot for him but um, it's quite interesting because you save the sales out and most people in the game won't take that into consideration so just somebody playing in a different position or the competitors being out gives them a good run so if you're trying to Free up funds, you know, moving down to there would, would certainly make a difference if you're trying to get to Palma. Uh, yep. That was good. It's worth noting. Right, okay. So, the fixtures are two weeks' time. Donny's ready to cover them. We went through them. We don't need to go through that again. And I think we're pretty much all the other captain, vice-captain transfer for yep. over the space of this pod as well. So, obviously, everyone's up for change depending on what happens over the national break. But as it stands, we're all doing different directions. So that's pretty good so far. So before we go, I'm going to let you plug yourself again, Auckland. Where can people find you? Follow you on X, as it's now called. Yes, yeah, yeah. The best place to get me is at Locky High. It's L O C K Y H I G H E T, but it's mostly Comarmac news. I tweet. So if you're not interested in that, I wouldn't bother. I will <laughs> also tag you into the podcast. I'll put it up so yeah. people can follow you. Donny, where we can find you? Yeah. So as always, I'm at FFS underscore Donny. Yep, and I'm at Fantasy Half, and Tom as a FFS scout, and you should back after international break to discuss the next, the next game week. So again, thanks for listening, and also, what well, thanks for joining us. That was good, Satan and Kilmarnock, and yeah, and face congratulations for winning the cup. Thank you. I'll be <laughs> back to defend my crown. <laughs> so, see you guys. Bye, guys. That's us. Bye now. Serves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. 
Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.